Welcome to twoquestions.tv. My guest today is Kevin Monahan, and we're talking about bringing in younger partners to your business. Twoquestions.tv. Brief questions, deep knowledge for executives, entrepreneurs, and small business owners. Welcome to twoquestions.tv. I'm Susan Barancinimo. Joining me today is Kevin Monahan. He's the founder of Intuitive Compensation Group, where he uses his skills of working with American business owners to help retain key employees, develop buyout strategies, and navigating working navigate working family business partners. I better get better at reading this because I got a lot more to read, folks. He teaches entrepreneurs to help protect incentivize and compensate owners and key employees to work and profit together. All right, Kevin, I'm going to welcome you to the show, but I have more to read. Audience members, viewers, listeners, I got to read this wonderful bumper. So you stay tuned. The views expressed are those of Kevin Monahan. The information provided is not intended and should not be construed as specific tax or legal advice. Neither Intuitive Compensation Group nor Kevin Monahan provides tax or legal advice. You should seek advice from your own tax or legal professional for such guidance. Kevin Monahan, as an agent of Massachusetts Mutual Life Insurance Company, Mass Mutual Springfield, Massachusetts. Intuitive Compensation Group is not a subsidiary or affiliate of Mass Mutual. I almost made it. Hi, Kevin. Welcome <laughs> to the good. show. That was good. There's a lot of Massachusetts in there. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the show. Hey, thank you very much for having me. <laughs> I got a little sweaty. There's <laughs> a lot, yeah, of, work it's a lot there. of work getting no, through. You know, it's funny. I have another show and I, I have a similar disclaimer that I have to read about don't take medical advice from the internet you know like it's a show about wellness don't don't listen to me go find out with your doctor if it's okay these are things you have to do and this is how audience members this is how you know you're got a we got a real expert here today so all right Kevin you and I are talking about bringing a new partner into your business because as business owners are getting older there are a lot of baby boomers now. They're thinking about how can the business continue on? And that leads people to consider bringing in a new partner. So how do you choose a new partner? It's, it's very difficult. And, and what we see a lot of times is you have a lot of industries that have this problem and they have to approach yeah. it differently. So you've got, on, let, let's take an example. On one hand, you've got dentists. Dentists come out of school. They are a ton in debt and they <laughs> want to get into the practice. They want to to get going right away. And very often within one or two years, they're buying 50%, taking out loans to buy into a practice because they teach you how to drill teeth in school, but they don't teach you how to run a business in school. And the path of least resistance is buy into a a client base already so you can get to work and start making the numbers work for you. On the other hand of the spectrum, you've got, let's let's take lawyers, for example, Lawyers, their biggest problem is that they can't sell because a young person coming up, once they, maybe in school, they teach them ego. I don't know what it is versus dentist, <laughs> but they can't. I don't know. My sister's a dentist. I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so once, once you get an attorney, they go to school and all of a sudden, instead of wanting to buy into a practice, they work for you for one, two years and they go, thanks for during my entrepreneurial skill set, I'm going to go open my own now. Mm -hmm. And they can't really sell their dentist practice because a lawyer turns around and says, oh, it's instead of buying you up for 500,000, I'd rather spend 30 or 40,000, get off the ground. And it's a lot better way for me to get going. Yeah. So how do you, how do you, no matter what business you run, how do you take somebody in and keep them from spinning off with all your knowledge and all of your, uh, 
skill sets that you just taught them how to do and you put two, three years into it. Yeah. It was finally looking like you were going to run a business and then boom, they leave to start their own or they go to a competitor for more money. So we come in and we help people position to create a win-win environment. We always say this, you'd rather position yourself for the future than you would make decisions today for something you don't know about. I always say I wouldn't buy Florida beachfront property today for 20 years from now when I don't even know if it's going to be above water at that point in time. So, but how can I position myself today so that when I'm ready, I have the option to implement yeah. uh, those dreams. So we help, we help structure compensation that makes it fair for the younger key employee who might be at your business, who may be looking at buying in partnership, buying out the business. We get a lot of those business owners who are 50, 55, mm -hmm. and they have no clear indication of who's going to take it over. We create win-win structures for the key employee that help that key employee get clarity around what's in it for them if they're mm -hmm. going to continue working with you for 10 years, 15 years before you're ready to turn it over to them. And their biggest problem is that they don't usually have the money to buy you out. Yeah. So we, we create a program that helps them not only retain them where they are, inspire them to do great for your company, which in turn is themselves, and give them clarity on what's in it for them in the future because time is the most valuable asset now. And we see so many people saying, if I'm going to give five years, 10 years of my life yeah. to this company, what's in it for me? Yeah. As, as a business owner, you almost got to think that your key employee is somewhat entrepreneurial too. How can you make that fair for both of you? That's reasonable, but it sounds like it's there. There are two scenarios here, right? So you you know, there's the scenario where someone comes to you and they already have employees and partners. Yep. Then there's somebody who who is thinking, okay, maybe it's time I bring somebody in. I'm getting to the age where I'm thinking about, or I'm not ready to leave, certainly, but I'm thinking about maybe I want to plant. But this is one thing we know about business owners is, my goodness, they never plan ahead when it comes yeah. to exit and succession planning, and that's Correct. such a big problem. And I think it's like 75% don't have a plan. Like, what are you thinking? <laughs> and, and a lot of time, and here's what we say: a lot of times. A business owner has to be, the reason they don't have a plan is because they don't know what the best path is going to be until they get yeah. there. So most business owners are going to do one of three or four things. Mm -hmm. They're going to sell the business. They're going to mm -hmm. grow it and sell it. They're going to continue running the business and doing what they're doing. They're going to have huge success and be able to remove themselves from the business. Okay. That's a different path and that's everybody's dream path, if you will. Yeah. Or they're going to run it into the ground. And, yeah. and it's going to go away. So a lot of times what we do is when we're structuring things for business owners is we give them the confidence to position themselves for whatever scenario may happen. And a lot of times they will move towards that more so than they will to committing to selling it or yeah. something else. So a lot of times we're, we're giving them the confidence, whether it's inclusive and according to your disclosure i can't comment on tax breaks or not but whether it's inclusive of other partners or your key employee whether there's tax breaks in it for you or not we help people structure something that gives them the confidence mm -hmm. to put money behind it so that it's there when you're going to get to that point and you can still have the flexibility to decide how your exit's going to look if you're going to yeah. keep running it pass it on and at the same token the people, the other partners or the other key employee 
has clarity on what's in it for them in case you have to make a tough business decision that screws, screws is not a good word, that puts them in a bad position where you have to get rid of them or you don't yeah. give it to them. It's still got to be fair for them. And, and some of this has to do with how you bring people into your business, how you hire key employees. And so how do you do that the right way? Even if, I mean, you're bringing someone in brand new, how do you know they're going to be a key employee? How do you know they're going to be the right fit? Right. So I would say 75% of the time when we're looking at structuring something, mm-hmm. they've worked together for a year or two and already have okay. a good sense of it. But let's say the other 25% is they're specifically recruiting somebody. So we'll get calls from very remote places where they don't have the luxury of one or two years. They want to make sure that if this person is going to move to this remote place, they've yeah. got to know what's in it for them right off the bat. Yeah. Uh, I always use the story of, of Jim Harbaugh as a national example for a recruitment story, if you will. So Jim Harbaugh, uh, if you're a football fan from the University of Michigan, he was uh, at the San Francisco 49ers. He took a non-performing team and in two, three years turned them into a playoff contender. That's a very valuable skill set for a key employee or a coach. Mm-hmm. So well, they didn't have anything to retain him. So he left for another opportunity. And he did so at the University of Michigan. The University of Michigan was pretty smart in their compensation structure. The cool thing about the University of Michigan is they can't offer him equity. So that's right. off the table for them because you can't really own a university. I haven't seen it yet, or, or I'm not aware of it, if, if you can. Not that they, kind of university anyway. <laughs> right. So what they did was they said this, if we're going to recruit a person who is, a key, who is known for doing this at other companies, we've got to make this fair for both sides. So no small business wants to overpay, just like no university wants to overpay a coach. So they, they structured this creatively, and, and they did this. They said, Jim Harbaugh, we're going to make you the highest paid coach, but we're going to do it in a unique way. We're going to pay you $5 million in salary. We're going to put something, they didn't disclose the exact amount, but I've heard different figures, somewhere between two to four million, let's just say four million, into a bucket uh, that we help people structure. And that bucket's going to have some rules for you and some rules for uh, the university. Mm-hmm. And in that bucket, they can say something like this, hey, this bucket's here and we're going to fill it up over 10 years. And after, if you stay here for 10 years with us, that bucket's yours. But if you leave, that bucket comes back to us. So I always say this, how many people, how many small business owners would have the confidence to pay their key employees more or, or put more money behind them yeah. if you knew that if they left, you could take some of it back? Yeah. So we help companies explore these types of options and you can structure them a lot of different ways. And, and that's where we come in. But the cool thing about that is, you know, Jim, I, he hasn't gone anywhere yet and he's got millions of it, that he's walking away from if he takes another coaching job. Yeah. At the same token, though, that's a that's kind of like a state uh, incentive. At the same token, though, you now have this. Uh, this opportunity because when you give him the bucket, he's going to have to, he may consult with your CPA. He may <laughs> owe a lot of taxes on that bucket. Yeah. yeah. So what you can say is Jim, during your tenure, if you win two top five bowl games, we'll, we could bonus you out the money to pay the taxes on that. And yeah. so you've got this carrot over their head. You didn't give equity and he's going to be funded in 10 years. Let's say it's not a university. Let's say it's a business. 
-hmm. how many dentists or lawyers, let's see, your sister's a dentist, I think you mm -hmm. said, mm -hmm. how many dentists out there would say, hey, if, if I had a young dentist come in and work for 10 years and then they're funded and now they have the opportunity to buy me out, yeah. well, we've increased the value of the business. We have a good relationship together. And if we can't come to terms, she knows exactly what she gets from the bucket, but I can put mm -hmm. some incentives out there for her to buy me out. But we solved the biggest problem, which is they, yeah. they're funded now and they've got experience under them. That is really interesting. I'm, I'm intrigued by this. It's very really, intriguing, yeah, isn't it? It is. It really is. And it's, it's an, you know, the show is such a great vehicle for me, you know, just completely selfishly. The show is such a great vehicle for me to meet people who are in a position for me down the road when I'm ready to do something like that. It's very exciting yep. when I meet someone like that. And so that's exciting. Kevin, where can folks find you? So intuitivecompensation.com is our website that has some, we can't do testimonials because of client, uh, but I did put some storyboards up there so you can see a little bit yeah. of the different types of structures and stories we work with. And like a snowflake, every business out there is different. So. <laughs> Uh, if our role starts with you guys telling us your story and we can help, uh, help you understand how these, what's possible. Great. Okay. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you. I had a great time. Would you like to go on the after show? Yeah, of course. Awesome. Okay. Viewers, if you'd like to join Kevin and me for the after show, come with us. We are going over to twoquestions.tv. That's the only place you can find the after show. So we'll see you over there. In the meantime, we'll have links in the show notes for today so you can find Kevin and maybe get him to help you with your business. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time. This has been twoquestions.tv. To subscribe to our YouTube channel, learn more about the show, the guests, and our host, Susan Barancini-Mo, visit us at www.twoquestions.tv.